Chapter Eleven of This Crowded Earth by Robert Bloch. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Greg Marguerite. This Crowded Earth by Robert Bloch. Chapter Eleven. Jesse Pringle, twenty thirty nine. They were after him. The whole world was in flames, and the buildings were falling. The mighty were fallen. The day of judgment was at hand. He ran through the flames blindly. Blind Samson, eyeless in Gaza, treading at the mill. The mills of the gods grind slowly, but they grind exceedingly small. Small. They were all small, but that didn't matter. They had the guns, and they were hunting him down to his doom. Day of doom. Doomsday. The great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns was abroad in the land. They had unleashed the dragon, and his breath was a fire that seared, and his tail was a thunder that toppled towers. The dragon was searching him out for his sins. He would be captured and set to labor in the mill. But he would escape. He must escape. He was afraid of them, small as they were, and great oaks from little acorns grow. It's the little things that count, and he dare not go a-hunting for fear of little men. Jesse crouched against the dock, watching the grain elevators burn. The whole city was burning. Babylon the mighty. The whole world was burning in God's final wrath of judgment. Nobody believed in God any more. Nobody read the Bible. And that's why they didn't know these things. Jesse knew, because he was an old man, and he remembered how it had been when he was a little boy. A little boy who learned of the word of God and the wrath of God. He could see the reflection of the flames in the water now, and the reflection was shimmery and broken because of the black clusters floating past. Large clusters and small clusters. There were bodies in the water. The bodies of the slain. Thunder boomed from the city behind him. Explosions. That's how it had started, when the naturalists began blowing up the buildings, and then the yardsticks had come with their weapons hunting down the naturalists. Or had it been that way, really? It didn't matter now. That was in another country, and besides, the wench was dead. The wench is dead. His wench. Jesse's wench. She wasn't so old, only seventy-two. But they killed her. They blew off the top of her head, and he could feel it when they did. It was as if something had happened in his head. And then he ran at them and screamed, and there was a great slaughter amongst the heathen, the forces of unrighteousness. And Jesse had fled and smote evil in the name of the Lord, for he perceived now that the time was at hand. How the mighty are fallen! Jesse blinked at the water, wishing it would clear, wishing his thoughts would clear. Sometimes, for a moment, he could remember back to the way things really were, when it was still a real world with real people in it, when he was just a little boy and everybody else was big. Strange. Now he was an old man, a big old man, and almost everybody else was little. He tried to think what it had been like so long ago. It was too long, and all he could remember about being small was that he had been afraid, afraid of the bigger people. And now he was big and afraid of the smaller people. Of course they weren't real. It was just part of the prophecy. They were the locusts sent to consume and destroy. He kept telling himself there was nothing to fear. The righteous need not fear when the day of judgment is at hand. Only somewhere inside him was this little boy crying, Mama, Mama, Mama. And somewhere else was this old man just staring down into the water and waiting for them to find him. Another explosion sounded. This one was closer. They must be bombing the entire city, or else it was the dragon lashing his tail. Somebody ran past Jesse carrying a torch. No, it 
wasn't a torch. His hair was on fire. He jumped into the water, screaming, They're coming! They're coming! Jesse turned and blinked. They were coming, all right. He could see them pouring out of the alleyways like rats. Rats with gleaming eyes, gleaming claws. Suddenly his head cleared. He realized that he was going to die. He had perhaps one minute of life left. One minute out of eighty years, and he couldn't fool himself any longer. He was not delirious. Day of judgment? That was nonsense. And there was no dragon, and these were not rats. They were merely men, puny little men who killed because they were afraid. Jesse was a big man, but he was afraid, too. Six feet three inches tall he was when he stood up straight as he did now, watching them come, but he knew fear. And he resolved that he must not take that fear with him into death. He wanted to die with something better than that. Wasn't there something he could find and cling to, perhaps some memory? A minute is so short, and eighty years is so long. Jesse stood there swaying, watching them draw nearer, watching them as they caught sight of him and raised their weapons. He scanned rapidly into the past, into the past before the time the wench was dead, back to when you and I were young, Maggie, back still earlier and earlier, seeking the high point, the high school. That was it, the high school, the highlight, the moment of triumph, the game with Lincoln. Yes, that was it. He hadn't been ashamed of being six feet three inches then. He'd been proud of it, proud as he raised his arms and splashed down into the water as the bullet struck. And that was the end of Jesse Pringle. Jesse Pringle, Champion Basketball Center of the Class of 79. End of Chapter 11 of This Crowded Earth by Robert Bloch